I'm Bria. I'm James. We're happy you're here. It's time to start the show. <laughs> Let's get muppy. It's time to start the show. <laughs> it's time to start the show. Well, hello, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our sixth yeah. episode. Yeah, I think it is six. Wow. Oh, my six gosh. Already. Wow. wow. <laughs> That, that hit like, that's incredible. That's yes. awesome. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. Wow. I'm already thinking about what the next podcast is gonna be. I'm already, I'm already... <laughs> Thank you well, so much for being with us. Everybody. Yeah, thank you guys. We had some reactions to the Fraggle Rock clip that I oh, yeah? put up. Yeah. Oh oh I gotta hear this. Oh. Well some people agreed with me that <laughs> it was a little scary. <laughs> That's awesome. And others said, oh, I loved that show. So mm. there's a balance. but Understandable. Uh, yeah, so maybe maybe I will give it like a try someday. We'll see. Just we'll to see. start with like a little clip or something. Watch it be the clip that scared me as a kid and no. I just fall back into yeah. it. We, we, know, we, we don't need to send you down some uh, downward no. spiral, especially this time of year with everything you got coming up. Right, you know, We don't need yeah. to be doing that. But we'll see. We'll see what, what yeah. the next one is. Uh, we got this one first and we still got plenty of names in the Lots hats. of, yeah. Oh, uh, and this one. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, this one. Um, and well. speaking of which, mm. I think... I started last time, so yeah. I think you get to start this cool. time. All right. So, so picking out of the Muppet quote slash fact hat. Right. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what's cooking. Before we get too far ahead, you mentioned my shirt when I walked in. I love yours. I like Thank that. you. It's wicked. Yeah, yeah it's fun. got it's like these big puffy rainbow sleeves, yeah, yeah. and it's comfy baseball tee. It looks so much better on you than me. It looks so <laughs> no, no, I, I could not pull that off. I could not pull that. Off. I don't know. I I feel like you could. <laughs> Here we go. Ooh, um, I, yeah, this is a fact. Oh, cool. Ah, another fact. Yeah, uh, it, it seemed like well, didn't we start out with a couple quotes? And yeah. Now we've had maybe two facts in a row. I think. Yes, I believe you are right. <clears throat> Although one would think that The Muppet Show was performed in front of a live studio audience, it wasn't because the filming process for a single episode would take an incredibly long time due to all the Muppet mechanics. It is said that depending on the celebrity guests for that episode, sometimes workers from neighboring studios would come to in to watch. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't performed. It wasn't done in front of a live audience. They just had live people there sometimes. I guess so. Yeah. Interesting. Very oh, interesting. Cool? Yeah. I would have never known that. And as somebody who dissects these things at a crazy level, not a healthy level, <laughs> uh, hence the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. Nice. Um, that is really wild. That is interesting. Yeah. I wonder if it makes a difference for like the performers or not. Well, uh, I mean, like the live audience. So I don't know how much you've experienced this. Uh, the first thing that popped in my head, for those that haven't done a lot of theater, usually you have your opening night and the night before that or maybe the day before, but it's usually the night before you have your, uh, you know, your dress rehearsal. Yeah. But for me, that has always been opening night. Um, traditionally, especially in like community theater, sometimes like say my mom and dad couldn't make it to opening night or something, but they could make it to that show. So our director would let them there or... Mm. You know, a relative is out of town and they can only make it that night. Yeah. Maybe you've got some other things like that. So, you know, uh, uh, an audience that can fit like three, four hundred people, you got 20, 30 people out there, which for me, like give me two people and it's a show. Yeah. Uh, that's all it takes mm -hmm. because of being a performer, I think. But more so, or more so for me, um, there, there's always going to be a time in a show where you, you have all these times, okay, they'll laugh here, they're going to awe here. 
But then you get talking and you're in the live performance and somebody laughs at something you never saw coming. <laughs> uh, you know, like you don't have no idea why they're laughing at this, but you have to pause and give them that laughter yeah. and let it fade before you jump in with your next line. Otherwise, they're never going to hear it. Those dress rehearsals to me were key to that. Yeah. And I wonder how much that helped the actors and the live feeling that you would get. Because I never would have dreamed that it was in front of at least like 40, 50 people at the Muppet Show. Yeah. That's wild to me. That is really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. I guess they were just their own audience working together. But it does also make sense with all like how long it would take maybe to do certain scenes and stuff. Maybe an audience would get... A little cranky, rightfully so. Sure. Um, with scheduling and everything, yeah. too. I imagine that they, there was so much that had to be worked out with some of these guests and everything to get them there in the right time, you know, with their filling in their window. The Muppet Show was, I think, um, kind of, I don't know if it was ahead of the curve. Maybe it was already common back then. But of having like, oh, this name is big right now. Let's get them on the show. Mm-hmm. And, and and so they probably had to do things pretty kind of spur of the moment, I imagine. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That was wild. That's oh, a good one. Yeah. What a good, what a good fact like to start the show. That's a good one. Well. Your turn. Oh, oh and the, big, <laughs> so, the big one. Yes, I know. It's always such like a fun adrenaline mm-hmm. moment. Really and we is. haven't gotten a movie yet. True. True. Yeah. So mm-hmm. ooh, what's it going to be? Okay. Can't wait for I've got one. Get off. Oh, no, I have two. Okay. <laughs> okay, what's it going to be? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Beaker. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was just talking to my mother-in-law last night, and this is her favorite Muppet. Really? Your mother-in-law's? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's awesome. So this is amazing. She, that's too perfect. And she listens to this show now. So, yes. Jean, this one's for you. Right on. Look for you, Jean. Look for you. <laughs> this is going to be so that? fun. Oh, my gosh. Um, well... Okay, mm-hmm. as tradition. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, we didn't do the thing where we list all of the Muppets we've done. Oh, we started yeah, that yeah. In the last episode. Apologies, everybody. Um, the podcast apologizes for it. Completely unprofessional. Error. You get your money back. <laughs> get your money back. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to try to list them in chronological order this time? I think that, I don't remember which one of us did it I last almost time, said but... Snuffleupagus, uh, because he is not even in this <laughs> Uh, but uh, uh, Sweetums, uh, was, was Sweetums the first one? No. Uh, no, 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 no. We had the movie for the first one. We had, well, we yeah. almost had the movie for the first one, but the first one was actually uh, like a picture of him. I can picture him. I don't want to look at my notes. I don't want to cheat. <laughs> Help me, please. Uh, I was trying to do the mouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, that was good. That was a nice draw. It starts with an M. Mm, mm. You're going to have to do it. Marvin Suggs. Marvin, Marvin, thank you. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yes, Marvin okay. Suggs was our first yeah. one. Yes, and uh, of course the second one. Animal. There you go. Mm, yep. Yeah, remember Animal. that one. And then Lips was our third yeah. one. Yeah. And Sweetums was our fourth one. Yeah. There I was go. thinking of Sweetums. That was the one I was trying to. Think yeah. Of. Mm. And then our fifth one was Ralph the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Good mm. old Ralph, Uncle Ralph. And now Beaker. Now Beaker joins me, me, the me, list. Me, me, me. Oh, is that good? That is. Me <laughs> um, Growing up, my sister really loved um, Beaker and Einbunts and Honeydew. And yes. whenever it came to making Jill or my brother or my my mom laugh, uh, I would learn, try really hard to learn how to do the voices. And mm-hmm. I never really got Beaker down, but I ended up getting Bunsen down. Really? Uh, I feel like for most people, it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. Bunsen Honeydew. And, um, <laughs> oh, I loved Beaker, though. Yeah. Uh, I, there's something about 
taking Beaker uh, as a type of character aside, the um, nonverbal character, mm-hmm. uh, but but still a vocal. Like yeah. animal, you know, yeah. uh, these characters that like, they, sometimes they'll say like Groot is, a, is oh, probably sure. one of the more common ones and popular ones yeah. now that I just always draw to. Mm-hmm. I always love. There's something about that. Yeah. I, I'm sure I'm not alone in that. But oh, yeah. A definitely. lot of people are drawn to that character. Oh, my gosh. And what what like a simplistic genius mm. the character of Beaker yes. is with like his one word. <laughs> oh, my gosh. One well, of my, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say one of my favorite things about that type of character, uh, you get it a lot with the group character and with Beaker, yeah. is that the other characters, and they know, oh, oh, really, Beaker? Really? You don't think so? <laughs> no, I don't agree with that, Beaker. You know, yeah. I love that aspect of the role, of the Absolutely. character, that we don't know what they're saying, but they do. I, yeah. For some reason, I just love that almost inside joke kind of yes. thing of it. Absolutely. Mm. Well, how would you describe Beaker? <laughs> Beaker is, um, every time an experiment goes wrong, that's Beaker. Like, <laughs> it just feels like that's him. That, to no he, fault of his no, own. No, no, but that is like, he is, if you were going to create a Muppet, like, I want to create a Muppet that is the embodiment of that. That's Beaker. That, yeah, that is Beaker. Yeah. So unfortunate, too, because I'm, I know that they had some experiments work out. Uh, yeah. You know, they had some that worked. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, now you've seen Muppets in Space mm-hmm. now. We won't yeah, like dive yeah. into it because we'll save it for the slip, but they have a lot of inventions mm-hmm. in that movie. All thanks to Beaker. Well, and Dr. Oh, yeah. Dr. Honeydew. Yeah, but no, you're right. Yeah. I, I, and now that I think about that, that's a kind of cool evolution of that role. Because I think as a kid, and even going back to the old show and stuff, I don't think a lot of those experiments worked out. I think that was part of the bit, part of the funny part. Of the, right. You know, when the, when the smoke settles and they're all black yeah. and punched up, which never got old. Never got no. old. That was funny every time to me. Um, I, I, it's kind of an evolution of that to where in the yeah. movie, which is a little more current, to get to see some of those experiments work out. Yeah. Hmm. How would you describe them? Well, I think that he is almost like the hero without a cape because he oh. is the, yeah, well, he is like the, what's the word I'm looking for? He's the test, like the tester for all of the different yeah. Yeah. inventions and stuff. And there were a lot of inventions in like almost every Muppet movie that oh, yeah. Honeydew's like, well, because of this invention, we can get out of here safely. And it's always Beaker who's wearing true, it or true. tested it or yep. something. So. Wow. Yeah, he deserves a cape. He deserves he, he deserves does. something. So we'll give him this episode. I mean, yeah, he deserves his own episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I never thought about that. You know, the first thing that popped in my head when you said that R two D two. Oh. I um I've always thought that, and I'm not alone. I'm sure there's plenty. There's probably a Reddit line or something like right. that on it. But uh, I, I've always thought R two D two was like the most unsung hero in the whole Star Wars universe. Like, yeah. Of all the characters in. You know, R two doesn't open up that pat that uh, sewer thing. You know, the, the trash compactor. There's no three, <laughs> four. And the whole show ends right Hans there. Like, gone and... <laughs> it's just one little incident. Yeah. Uh, let alone getting the Leia's message and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many little times in the series and uh, the whole sh- you know run of it. He's really a staple. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like a, um, and I, I never really felt like he gets his flowers. He gets his due. I, yeah. I think in pop culture, he's pretty popular. So he's yeah. You know, I'm sure R 2s confidence is okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I. I, I Beaker even more so. Uh, a beaker with that. Huh, yeah, that's a good take. That's good. You know what I just like thought of? What if you know a beaker? Like one of the first words that I think of is anxious <laughs> when I yes, see beaker. Yes. What if he was like the calmest, chillest, like little muppet ever? But it was one of the experiments 
Mm. that made him or so many experiments oh, that have good. made him like oh, just that's fried. <laughs> yeah. this is a reference uh that you might not get there the uh, one of the better tv shows of all time taxi oh i've uh, heard of the show okay danny devito i was and just Tony about to say Danza yeah. got their star uh, you know um andy kaufman um and uh of course the the, the amazing christopher lloyd mm-hmm. um that's really where he became famous and his character um was kind of this like stone kind of like high guy and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was always you know too trippy. But you find out like at one point, like he had one like marijuana brownie and that just set him off. <laughs> like it, it wasn't like he was like this long time drug person or anything right. like that. It was just one time. Just opened his mind. And it just you know, yeah, just blew him up. That's interesting to think like Beaker being that like <laughs> Beaker was actually more like uh, the the eagle, uh, like Sam the eagle. Right. And, and yeah. I don't understand what well, all this is about. Well, he's a scientist too. So, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I would assume if they're always hanging out and stuff. So what? What if actually the Bunsen was the the test subject most of the time, oh. and think like one of the experiments went wrong, and yeah, just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like I don't know. Wow, Some what a twist stuff there. Yeah. yeah, I do love like the um, the kind of not so hidden messages, but for lack of a better word. And the reboot of the Muppet Show in like 2015, that it they're like a couple. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about I that. I loved that. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I like that angle of it. To piggyback off of that, yes. um, you you brought up something there, uh, or you got me thinking about something. You know, I don't know that we're ever we've ever been that certain that Beaker is a man, you know, or oh. or woman or whatever. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, um, when it comes to uh, a lot of the Muppet characters, there's certainly a Miss Piggy in some scenarios where it's pretty evident. But I don't know if it was intentional or not, but um, how beautiful is it that so many of those characters are interchangeable like that? Right, it's like gender fluid. Yeah, and and if you are, I know for me as a, a young kid and a young creative, it was always so cool to me to read a character or to fall in love with a character kind of envision myself as that character a yeah. little bit. Um, Same here. Me and my siblings would be watching a movie and we'd be like, I'm this person, I'm this person. Yeah. But there wasn't a lot of representation for that, for you know mixed kids or, or anything like that, to yeah. be able to have that at least be there as an opportunity. That's pretty yeah, cool. I, I don't know cool. if it was intended or not, but it, it just speaks to how amazingly creative that team was. And, and Henson and, of course, all the people that he worked with were. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I love that. That's a good one. Oh, Beaker. Uh, Beaker. Beaker's a good one. <laughs> well, what scenario are we going to put Beaker in? Which I feel bad saying Wait, that because he's already I, I gone kinda, through the ringer. Should we just skip this one? Because <laughs> I don't want to do that to Beaker. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> we appreciate you, Beaker. It's the one episode we don't right. do one. It's just to give him a break. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we putting Beaker? Let's see. If this Muppet was competing in a pageant... <gasps> What do you, God, this is a good one, Brie. You did a good one here. If this Muppet was competing in a pageant, what do you think their talent would be? And do you think they could win at all? Ooh. 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 That latter part is a nice unpack. touch. Let's unpack. Yeah, yeah. Let's unfold I, this one. I forgot about like all of the would you yeah. everything slips, so it's really fun to hear them. I'm really happy that you did, too. I'm really happy for you and the, the show. That's cool. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Uh, talent, talent. Um, are we? I think we're kind of thinking pageant, kind of right away, yeah. right? You know, okay, make it simplify a little bit here. Pretty much everybody understands what a beauty pageant, yeah. that kind of thing. So talent. I I mean, the first thing I thought of was like a singing thing, just because oh, of like the yeah. you know he has like a high register. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Go. Yeah, I mean. 
<laughs> but what song? Like when he sang something iconic. Oh, now we're gonna. Oh, that's good. Like, that's my heart will go level. on, or something like that. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, I just I, I love like a single spotlight on him. It gets nervous and everything, yeah. and we're like, oh, I don't know what's, what's going to happen here, and then just belts, just. Oh my gosh! Just like a. a Sparkly sequence. Oh, like, I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Toga or something. That or some disco. Something Ooh, disco. Yeah. Something. I, I, I kind of like the idea of just out of nowhere and but, Napoleon dynamiting it. It's kind of like all of a sudden just starts <laughs> dancing out of okay. nowhere. Actually, though, that's perfect. I feel like I've seen some character art somewhere on Pinterest of Beaker <laughs> as Napoleon That's really fitting. That would be amazing mm. if Beaker reenacted that whole um, you know, yeah, talent show scene. Like you know? that. I like that. That's got to happen now. Somebody make yeah, that happen. Pretty so please. Get, get on that. I, I'm not a graphic uh, design enough, uh, smart enough for those right. things. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Okay. So I think that feels good. That I like yeah. that. Uh, so singing would be his talent. I think that's good. I would throw in there juggling, if only just because of like the him juggling oh. beakers. It, it was just in my head right now. Could win the judges over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They really could. A nice a, little clever pun in there. I like that, but I'm, I'm with you on the singing. I think that's it. I feel like it would be unexpected, and the judges would just be like, pat your tears away. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know you had it in your beaker. Um, now, I don't mind the idea of Beaker competing against, like, uh, let's say it's like the, the you know Miss USA pageant, and Beaker's like the only Muppet. Like, it's all regular contestants, and then there's Beaker thrown in there. Um, don't know if he'd win. Don't know. And and there might be some legalities with him being a man in a women's competition. Right. That might come up in there, I feel like, at some point. Um, maybe. But, uh, maybe. We'll see. Um, I like it even more, though, him competing against other Muppets. Yes. And I feel like we know the episode already without it even happening. Yeah. Miss Piggy, Miss of course, out. you know, going to think she's going to win the whole thing mm-hmm. and stuff. And you know, nobody's going to compete, be able to compete with her. Maybe Lips is in there or something. I feel something. like yeah. Camilla the chicken yes. is also oh, in there. Camilla's got to be there. <laughs> Camilla may be some competition. Yeah, I think uh, so. She's very sassy. competition. But mm-hmm. then Beaker comes in and like steals the whole show yeah, with the, the singing. Yeah, the unexpected underdog. I could see. I think that there's a scenario Beaker could win. I think so. I think in the Muppet universe, he does win. And then I think mm-hmm. in like the Miss Mrs. Universe mm-hmm. or the USA pageant, he doesn't win. But there's a petition for like the fans. Oh yeah. And then he yeah. gets like an honorary win right or something on. yeah, like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, oh, that's a good. One. That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, that is a fun idea. Oh, hmm. Beaker in a pageant dress just makes me feel warm inside sometimes you get images in your head you can't get out and sometimes you get them where you don't want them to get out like i want to keep that i, want, I just want to keep yeah. that in my file cabinet anytime i need to smile like beaker that costume right. <laughs> and some alternate universe beaker was yeah, in a pageant yeah. oh, so that's today great. can't be that bad i love that that is a great one. Oh my gosh this is going too fast. It's going too fast. We got to yeah. slow down here a little bit. Yeah, right. yeah it's going too quick. Because he's uh, just such a good character. That's kind of like with Lips, too. Like, he was such a easygoing character that it was it was just easy to put him in these scenarios. You know, and um, with these characters that are often, like, kind of... Uh, you mentioned Camilla. And you can't mm-hmm. think of Camilla without Gonzo, Gonzo without yeah. Camilla. These kind of characters that are connected to other characters. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that, but that is going to be a fun part of this, too, where we're kind of getting to talk about them twice, almost. Yeah. You know? Well, when Bunsen comes up, we'll get yeah. to talk about Beaker again. You know? Yeah. That, that's a kind of fun part of this, that too. That is fun. Yeah. I don't know creatively. Uh, I don't think we've done a lot of this, either, when we're describing them. How much, you know, Beaker, of course, looks like a test tube. 
And I, I don't oh, know yeah. how much that was intended, if it was just kind of like, well, yeah, of course we're going to make him look that way. Or if you said that to the creators of him and like all of a sudden, oh, wow, oh, wow I, I, yeah. I never even thought of that. I, I don't know how that would work out. I'd love to do a little homework on that. But Yeah. I feel like everything, almost everything they do is intentional. And I would imagine it takes so much time for them to build like a prototype Muppet. So they spend so much time with like that material and everything. I feel like it's got to be intentional. Yeah, yeah. I would lean yeah. towards that. I would, I would definitely give them the benefit of the doubt on it and be like, well, they definitely thought of that. Um, yeah. When it comes to his eyes, I think he has... Uh, they're so expressive. They're so great. <laughs> and I, I, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, of, of um, actors that can, can do a lot of acting with their eyes. Yeah. Um, one of my, my, I think one of the stronger talents you can have as an actor is when you can act behind a mask. Um, or voice acting is another one that yeah. I, I think uh, some, uh, all the greats to me are able to do those things. Um, with, with this feel, with, with Muppets, you need that so much. And it's funny to me, like with some of the characters where, um, like, is it Daisy, the, the, uh, the, the, um, the, the bass player or whatever in the, in the Electro oh, Mayhem? Janice. Janice. Thank you, Janice. Yeah. Um, where her eyes never really open. Oh, yeah. But they're, <laughs> but they're expressive. They're, yeah. They kind of fit her expressiveness and everything. Yeah. And then the other side of it, like a beaker, where I don't know if I, I'm not sure if beaker has eyelids. I'm not sure if he has. Yeah. I don't know if where's his eyes like... ever close, really. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they, like, get wider. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he does have eyelids. Not sure. No, I don't yeah. Remember. Um, so it's kind of fun how much they they put into the face. They they really do focus on that a yeah. lot. Um, I sent you a clip of one of the rabbit holes I went down, or muppet <laughs> holes I went down, um, looking into uh, some of the just uh, kind of re familiarizing myself with the characters and Jim Henson. Yeah, and uh, I caught an interview with him on the Tonight Show that we recommend you find. Um, he wasn't on there too much, so you should be able to find it pretty quick. <laughs> uh, it's still the only time I've ever seen Johnny Carson like rattled, like in close to. Yeah, I wouldn't say he was rattled, but it's closest I've ever seen to him rattled. Yeah, you can see kind of the gears turning because he's got to have the next question up. Yeah, 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 and he's if not the goat, one of the goats uh, when it comes to in the interviewing. Game. Yeah. I've studied him a lot uh, doing Midday Magazine and a lot of that stuff that I do at the radio station. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen him like that, where he was kind of confused at one point. And, and, you know, he usually has his notes and everything. And he's just kind of, he's talking to the Muppet and asking the Muppet (laughs) questions. And he catches him like, what am I doing? It was so great. What the best part of that, uh, I thought, coming out of it was to me, was seeing Jim working and and not having to see him below. And... It's so impressive. It is incredible to yeah. me. Yeah. Like him and, and alone. Um, that quiet confidence he had mm-hmm. that um, where he wasn't necessarily, I have to be the biggest name in the room or anything. But boy, if you give him a chance to talk, oh, he's <laughs> such a good talker. Hold on to your seat. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. so articulate, but not in a way that like puts you down or yeah, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and very funny. Yeah. So funny. I. We think of him as a, the creative. We think of him with the Muppets and all these things. I don't know if the comedian gets enough credit. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that if if a, a different parallel universe, he doesn't go the Muppet route, I think we still know, learn of Jim Henson. He's just, maybe he's a stand-up comedian. Maybe it's, he's a writer. I don't yeah. know. But. It's actually really interesting that you say that because I forgot to tell you this before we started recording, mm-hmm. but I watched a Henson um, interview mm-hmm. today. I don't know because... I would suggest this for like any creative if you need some like boost or something. Just watch one of his interviews because he's 
just so like lighthearted yeah, and yeah. nice to watch and listen to. Mm-hmm. But he was saying that he, I think someone had asked him like how the Muppets started or something mm-hmm. along those lines. And he said he loved TV and he just knew that he wanted to be involved with TV. And that opportunity just kind of came up. So he came up with the Muppets so he could be on TV. So it wasn't really, like, about the Muppets, he said. Yeah. And um, the person interviewing him, which I feel bad that I don't remember, but they are like, so if there was a weatherman position available and Jim Henson, without missing a beat, he was like, this would be my 30th anniversary of being a weatherman. Yeah. That's (laughs) awesome. Yeah, so that humor is there and just, Mm -hmm. just that ease of, like, yeah, that's where life took me and this is where I am. Like, the humbleness. I just never... yeah. I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell that it yeah. really hits you. You gotta, you gotta send me that link. I gotta, I gotta see that one. Yeah. Um, if it's if it is the one I'm thinking of, it might have been Dick Cavett that was interviewing. I'm not sure, but uh, good interviewer too. Uh, whoever it was, I do remember it being a good one. Uh, one of the one of the I think lasting gifts that he gave us when it comes to that is the re-falling in love with these characters mm-hmm. and, and these uh, so much of that. I've been doing that with, since the short time we've been doing this. I really thought, oh, I've always loved the Muppets. They've always been a big deal to me. Falling back in love with them again. I've fallen back in love with watching these things. Um, It lightens me up a little bit. It it loosens me up a little bit. And there's not a lot of things in life that do that, people. Uh, (laughs) It's it's so much fun to be able to do. Even without this podcast, I think that you and I, we've talked about the Muppets before. It's how this all got rolling. Yeah. Um, It's nice to have that in your life, you know? Yeah. And it's a gift that is always sitting there. that file cabinet in your brain when you have to go into your mind palace uh, to Sherlock a little yeah. bit. Um, <laughs> you have that there waiting for you. Yeah, it's nice. it kind of awakens the inner child. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad to think sometimes that inner child is asleep for so long because, I don't know, I feel like you can still be an adult and let that child be awake. Yeah. I wonder, too, if it doesn't give us permission to let him out. You yeah. know? Like, it, for something... There's one. There's very few universal things it's 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 hard pressed to find somebody like oh I hate the Muppets like it's really hard to find that like it doesn't matter man woman rich yeah. poor from Europe from here to, you know it just seems like it's pretty universal and a lot of that comes from nostalgia a lot of that comes mm-hmm. from most of us no matter your your age or my age growing up with them and it almost feels like the Muppets give us a, uh, an open for that. Yeah. Like it, it's always cool to me to, you know, you look at some of the weirder guests that they've had on on the Muppet show and you see somebody like Snoop on there or somebody <laughs> like that, like a gangster rapper on the Muppet show. And you hear them talk about how much they wanted to do the show. You know, oftentimes it's them reaching out to them about wanting to be on. And, yeah, that's so incredible. And, yeah, it really, I mean, Johnny Cash, you know, being on there and stuff <laughs> and, uh, and that kind of thing. It, just people you would never maybe expect. But yeah. it connects us all. The rainbow connection. Right on. Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done. Well, oh, it's my turn. Yeah, yeah. Let me bring it to you. Thank you. So the would you hat for yeah, yeah. speaker. Okay, I got two again. Okay, thank you. Here we go. Okay. Would you hire this Muppet if they interviewed for your company? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> is this like pre all the experiments yeah yeah that's a good question that's a very important question um i am a huge fan of beaker i like beaker a lot ain't no way i'm hiring beaker to work at the radio station i am sorry i uh, i would i would recommend him i would be a reference for him I would, what about uh, behind the scenes 
No, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel horrible doing it, but yeah. the, it, radio is such an intense gig. It's such a um, oh, sure. spinning plates, you know. Yeah. No, wait, wait a minute. Maybe I'm being too quick on this though, because you know, Beefker's been in those situations his whole life, pretty much. That's so maybe true. he's tailor made for he's it. He's preparing for this his whole life. Um, I'll say this: I've never seen Beefker shy away from an experiment. He, he, he's always the right kid's there. got guts. He does have guts, and you need <laughs> that in radio. You need somebody who's willing to put themselves out there and be a little vulnerable yeah. and all that. Beaker seems to be okay with that. Man, you know what? I'd hire him as an intern and see how it goes. There you go. Yeah. See how it goes. Soft, somebody baby. gave me a chance. You know, I give him a chance. I, yeah, hey, why not? There you go. That's I, I nice. Don't <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> maybe he doesn't get on the air, but maybe he gets your coffee and <laughs> makes sure you have your yeah. notes and stuff. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, boy, that, I, I now I'm, now I have not only the, the image of him in that costume, but him in that costume doing radio. No. <laughs> What about you? Would you? Uh, well, I guess my uh, my quote unquote company mm-hmm. is just freelance writing, so yeah, yeah. I've never seen him at a laptop or something. But I feel like he's he's smart. He's got to be like some level of intelligence oh, yeah, yeah, to have yeah. like a science. Uh, assistant job. Would you do a podcast with Beaker? Mm. Beaker, what do you what do you think of this? Me, 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 me. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I, you know, if I can understand him. Absolutely, I feel like it would be a, a great serotonin boost. Um, I love doing this with you. It's one of my the the things I look forward to the most. But I um, I have to bow out. I think I think I think Beaker's gonna have to take <laughs> my spot. I, I, I think the Beaker's gonna have to. Go. I'm sorry, everybody, but thank you. It's been a fun run. Um, thank you, Bria. I really do yep. appreciate the time. But Beaker, uh, come on out. It's good to have you on too, Beaker. <laughs> I I might not be remembering this correctly, but Aubin, the amazing artist who did oh, yeah. art Shout cover out, art. Shout out. I think that he was like looking at different Muppets to be able to form us into Muppets because mm, yeah. he said it was quite the creative challenge to like create people and Muppify them. I can't imagine. Yeah, um, I think he said that he used Beaker a little bit for you. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't um, be surprised uh, looking at that. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to be honest. I uh, I don't feel like I look very good. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I, I I don't think I, I don't think that's off. I, I'm not certain I look that good in real life. Oh so I think it was kind gosh. of fitting. I think. <laughs> no no no. It was um uh it was it was some it was it's funny you say that because it was really cool to me to see those first and, yeah. and to see that and to look at it right away and think wow that is me that that that's so good like um and the what I thought was cool too was the color choices and, yeah. and the the shape choices it got me thinking about oh i wonder how much they thought about that when they were making that yeah like oh this one we're gonna make this way we're gonna make a round one here and i'm going back to what we were talking about with um with beaker was he intended to look like a test tube or not yeah (laughs) yeah and shout out man nice work yeah thank you Aubin. Mm -hmm. oh and thank you beaker yeah thank you beaker Uh, (laughs) what a fun episode that was so much it literally flew by i hope we we filled the half an hour (laughs) (laughs) hope you guys enjoyed your time with Beaker. If not, we will just fill the remainder of the time with a uh, monologue from Beaker. Maybe uh, Beaker doing <coughs> some, uh, you know, Shakespeare or something. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Bria, you are good. You are good. If you were in my improv class, you'd just pass. you pass just from that right there. Like, send her through. Send her to the main stage. Took guts. Just Took had guts. To... 
lock into my inner beaker. Guts just like beaker. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Nice. Yeah. Oh, thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you. And if you enjoyed this and you'd like to support the podcast, uh, consider following us on Instagram or YouTube at What The Muppet Pod. And if you want to shoot us an email, too, let us know what you think of the show or comments or whatever. Please do. Yeah. Yeah. Just thank you for listening or watching. It means a lot to us. Yeah. Talk to you next week. Yep. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to laugh and tune in with us. Together, we find the rainbow connection. Your support means so much, and we appreciate you. Our podcast art is by the awesome Aubin Sprecher, whose hilarious videos can be found at Death by Squirrel on YouTube. Until the next time, Muppet Heads. Muppet Heads.